Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. We are glad you are with us on this Tuesday. Packers uh, hoping or at least Packers fans at this point, hoping that uh, they can get themselves a couple of plugs to be able to, you know, bolster either the defense, help out the offense. But uh, many of you seem to think that this is a contending team. And uh, like I had mentioned early on in the program, years back I talked to Ron Wolf and I had asked him what the philosophy was for making a trade. And he said, if you believe you're just a couple of players away, then you push those chips to the middle of the table and you make a deal. So are they only a couple of players away? Uh, let's do this. Let's bring him in now. Uh, Jason Lock and Four on the line on Radio.com NFL Insider. And it's brought to you by Rocket Mortgage 2020 Pro Football Pick 'em. Thousand bucks up for grabs. All you got to do is uh, go to uh, our friends over there at the, uh, the radio.com and uh, check them out for yourself. It's brought to you by, again by Rocket Mortgage and the Pick 'em. A thousand bucks up for grab every week on the radio.com slash picks. Jason, how you doing? I'm doing well. How's everything out there? I hope. Uh... People are safe as can be. I know the uh, the COVID numbers in Wisconsin have been uh, have been scary. So all, all my best to everybody out there. We're uh, we're hanging in there, and uh, you know, like uh, like you said, it's been kind of a hot spot. But hopefully, we can stem the tide relatively soon. We just found out the University of Wisconsin is not going to be playing a game upcoming again. So oh, wow. they're dealing with it. But uh, yeah. the Packers are dealing with it as well. Obviously, with AJ Dillon, and now you've got a couple other guys and Jamal yeah. Williams. Uh, out, uh, so which means that they've got to get uh, Aaron Jones back if they're still going to play this thing on Thursday night. But let me ask you this, and, and you, maybe you heard the intro, but uh, are the Packers a couple of players away from really being that Super Bowl contender? Um, I mean, it's it's uh, they're a very good team, and and everybody's flawed, um, especially in the NFC. You know, I think right now Kansas City. And Pittsburgh are the the closest we have to truly balanced teams um, that can beat you throwing the ball, running the ball, can beat you with defense, can beat you with special teams. Um, I don't. I don't. Does that team exist in the NFC? You know, I, right. I don't know if there's anyone quite on par with them. 
you know, the, the Packers, we were sitting here talking about what they could use, and obviously stopping the run is a problem, and they're not overloaded with weapons on offense. Um, and when you make them play from behind and, and when you have volume uh, in your rushing attack against them, it's a problem. Um, Seattle's defense is obviously a problem. The Rams represented the NFC last year. It, they literally are running out of players. That's a problem. Um, you know, uh, Tom, you know, we saw Tom Brady last night. That's a good football team. Uh, but they've played the Bears in prime time and looked suspect. And last night they didn't outclass an inferior opponent. I think Tampa's probably the closest to a balanced football team we have in the NFC. But the quarterback is 43. Um, you know, the East, I don't even want to talk about. That's They're just blech. Although I think the Eagles, if they get healthy, you know, can at least look something like a playoff team when they represent that division, you know. But that's what you're looking at for the most part. And we'll see about Arizona and the Rams. I don't think they're quite ready to, to reach the Super Bowl. So, I mean, when you compare them to what else is there, I think they have a legitimate shot to, um, you know, represent the NFC. But everybody yeah, definitely yeah. holes. There's things they yeah. can and should try to improve on um, because I don't know that they're trending. You know what I mean? Like I don't know that they're right. trending the way the Bucks are trending right now. I uh, everybody seems to think uh, to the naked eye, and I would tend to agree that you're probably another wide receiver, maybe one or two guys up front defensively to be able to stop the run. Their secondary, when they're healthy, is really good uh, with Savage and. And uh, yeah. obviously Jair Alexander and Kevin King and such and Adrian Amos back there stabilizing things. But between the linebackers and the defensive line help, uh, stopping the run has obviously been the issue. Go back to San Francisco last year. So those are the three areas that I would say, look, if, if yeah. you're going to bolster that. Uh, now, I know they have some salary cap ramifications, guys they, guys they have to get locked up. Uh, I just don't know philosophically sometimes, not necessarily with the you know the past regimes, but what the present regime thinks when it comes to making a deal. Because I know teams value so much the draft choice, you know. Um. Yeah. I, I mean, I, they're they're being aggressive. I mean, I can tell you that they they have um, all those itches you talked about. They're trying to scratch now. Will they? Do what it takes to be done, especially if teams squeeze a little bit more because they do sense maybe a little desperation and it is a young regime. Uh, that's possible. And maybe the value just isn't there and it doesn't match up at the end of the day. They're, they're probably going to get a receiver. But I don't. I, I, my big issue with them is the run defense. I mean, and we're in November now. Like, you kind of well, that you're changing the entire ethos of the team. And, and it's, it was an issue last year. It just didn't manifest itself as much because you're up two scores at halftime all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know that you add a a linebacker and, a, and uh, you know, whatever, somebody off the street or via trade to your defensive line and, and you fix it on the fly. It's it's difficult. It's not impossible. but And that's where I think really – I don't think their undoing at the end of the day is going to be Aaron didn't have enough guys to throw the ball to. He, he has done more with less and – I mean, Tom Brady was doing – look at the guys Tom Brady was playing with last year, and that was a team that didn't well, – they reached the playoffs at least. And not the year before, he didn't have a great skill, you know, group of skill guys. I, I think the real underbelly there is that if, if you hammer them with the run game, I just don't know that they have the answers. And 
I don't know that you're going to get difference makers up front because of cap limitations. And, and you know, there's just that's a different kind of year with COVID and everything else. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know that they can fix that on the fly, but I, I, I'm sure they'll try to. Uh, the next question would be if they don't do anything as a Packers fan, would, uh, would you be upset? Because I know a lot of fans want to see them fix at least either a defender up front to help with the run support or another wide receiver. One of those two. You're either going to outscore them or you're going to do your best to be able to try to stop them. So if you don't it, do anything, yeah. would you be upset? I think it depends on them. Like you'd ha- I-, I can't answer that now because, like, if you tell me that somebody trades – like, last year, Mohamed Sanu went for a two. Like, if somebody trades a one for Will Fuller and that ends up being the price for Will Fuller because somebody's willing to pay it, do I think they should be doing that? No. You know, I don't think right. they have to do that. Um, now, if Brandon Cooks ends up being a complete salary dump and he goes for a five – should they be in on some of that action, especially for the short term? I mean, that guy wears out his welcome everywhere. Like, I, I don't know that, you know, I'm looking at him beyond this year. But if you could make that happen, yeah, I mean, why not, you know? Mm-hmm. But right now those questions are unanswered. And, and um, you know, we'll, we'll know a whole lot more at, you know, I won't say 3 o'clock your guys' time because usually the dusk sometimes doesn't settle until 10 or 15 minutes after the deadline, depending on how right. much action there is. Um, but I think that's, you know, that's where we are right now. That's the calculus that's, that's going on. Um, can I get Rashad Perryman? I know he's in concussion protocol right now, but you know, he's not on IR. Can I, do I take that risk and give Joe Douglas something for a guy who he's not available all the time, but when he is has elite, take the top off, you know, the, the, the defense speed, not the best hands, although they've improved from, um, when he was in Baltimore and even Cleveland, he looked pretty darn good for Tampa last year. You know, I don't know that, I mean, I don't know that it can hurt. You know, the Bengals don't want to trade John Ross. I think John Ross is not as good as Perryman even. Um, And they have the same durability issues, but like, I don't know. Could you run a jet sweep for him in January that helps you win a game? Maybe, you know, I don't know. But if Mike Brown's going to be stubborn about it and say, no, I drafted him in the first round. So I couldn't possibly trade him for a fourth or fifth round pick or whatever. And I wouldn't even give a four for him. But if they don't want to trade him for a day three pick, then you know what I mean? You can't make them do what they don't right. want to do. Sure. Some of the other names that have been out there, we've heard, uh, you know, that obviously J.J. Watt has made it uh, very clear that he was it wasn't happy. He doesn't say he wants to be traded, but it, it seems like maybe Green Bay, mm-hmm. obviously, being his hometown, that might be a place that he wouldn't mind ending up. Will Fuller's been a name. We've heard some talk about Quinn and Williams and a two. Uh, would any of those names interest you in bolstering the Green Bay Packers? I don't think Quentin Williams is going to be dealt. That's the one guy that – and, I mean, I don't think they'd trade – well, they'd maybe trade Sam Darnold on the fly, but that, that's not going to happen. Um, I, I don't know that that is going to happen. I don't think it will. Um, what? I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a big salary, um, obviously, and he's had his injury concerns. Um, I, don't, I don't think they want to trade him because of – his relationship with the family there, the McNairs, and what they think he means to the franchise and the signal that would send. Um, their value to him I don't think would match up with the market's value. I don't think he's – I'll tell you this. He's not untradeable. But the way they view him is not going to align with how other teams are looking at him at this stage of his career, with how much money's on that contract, 
with the durability issues. Um, they're not going to eat money to move J.J. Watt. I, I just don't think it's going to happen for market factors, not because um, they would never think of it, but they would look at that as, a, you know, uh, it would have to be a blockbuster. Someone's going to have to wow us with the offer. At this stage of his career, I, I don't know that well-managed teams are going to be willing to do that. Talking with Radio.com uh, NFL insider Jason Lockenfora. Real quick before I let you go, i got to ask you, because for as much as we talk about the teams that are up, New England's down. They've now lost yeah. four in a row. Their quarterback situation seems to be just not what they were expecting or at least hoping for. Uh, sitting at two and five, they've been now beaten by Buffalo. Uh, give me your thoughts, because they did have, I mean, like half of their defense opted out of the season because of COVID. Yeah. Give me yeah. your thoughts on this team moving forward and i don't want to say that they've tanked it but they're not playing good football but yet half of that team is sitting out one season so i'm thinking maybe they come back strong next year well and then you look at the offensive line and everybody has injuries but they they really have been they've got the left guard moving the left tackle one quarter and then moving back to guard because somebody else is hurt the next quarter um it, it really has been a scramble just to get through games um the one thing i'll say is the only reason they're not winless is because they run the football pretty well. When Cam is upright, their their yards per carry is top four in the NFL, and, and that's what I think people are missing who are like, well, Cam's not looking right. And he's not. And why don't they make the change? You put Jared Stidham or Brian Hoyer back there, you take away all that run action, you take away the mesh point, you don't have to play the quarterback in the run game. The whole thing, like now you're literally, like you, you could get shut out multiple weeks in a row. That You take that away – with the fact that Julian Edelman is their one and then Keel Harry is their two and they're beat up right now, and they don't have 100 yards receiving for the season out of their tight end group. Like, that, those guys, like Garrett Stidham's not going to turn, you know, that kid Rizzo into a real NFL pass-catching tight Like, that's not happening. Like, he's not going to turn Harry into, you know, a guy who looks like Muhammad Sanu at the end of his career into, you know, a deep, a downfield threat with four speed, four three speed. They they don't have what you need to compete. The one way they keep the defense off the field and that they do just methodically kind of wear people out a little bit is with their physicality in the run game, and a lot of that stems from the quarterback. Jason, great stuff. I appreciate it. Uh, love to have you on later on in the future, and uh, and thanks for taking a couple of minutes today. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. There you go. That was Radio.com NFL insider Jason Locke and Fora brought to you by the Rocket Mortgage 2020 Pro Football Pick'em. Thousand bucks up for grabs every week at uh, Radio.com slash picks. You can also hear Jason with Brian Baldinger on Baldy's Breakdowns with uh, new episodes out twice a week. And you can check it out. Just search Baldy wherever, B-A-L-D-Y, wherever you can find uh, those podcasts. Good stuff from Jason Locke and Fora. Well, you heard it. He said he knows the Packers are being, quote, aggressive, active, which maybe would give you a little bit of hope that they're able to figure a few things out and pick up a player or two prior to the uh, the end of the day, the deadline coming out later on today, So, uh, which gives me a little optimism, raises an eyebrow. When we come back, I'm going to hear a little bit from Matt LaFleur and yesterday's uh, chat with the media, and then we're going to get back into it because we'll talk more about whether or not the Packers are a player or two away from being a legit championship team, and should they or should they not be making any deals today. So stay tuned. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Schulze Family Farms Beef. And look, uh, you know, some people are putting the grills away. That's that's understandable. 
you know, it's although this weekend's supposed to be pretty nice. So if you if you're putting the grill away now, that might not be the best idea. You probably still got a little bit of time. But meat lovers don't despair. The folks over at Chelsea Family Farms Beef, they've got all the fabulous meats to make those delicious cold weather favorites like hearty soups and stews or your favorite chili chili recipe. Great for a weekend dinner or the big game. So make sure to go to their Facebook page for some great recipe ideas like chili con carne and a whole lot more. And coming in November, They've got the Instapot dinners, complete with seasonings. So you can order your quality Wisconsin pasture-raised meats online, choose from a curated gift box, or uh, create your own, or sign up for a convenient monthly subscription. Your beef is packed and dry ice shipped right to your doorstep just a couple of days. And with COVID cases rising, it's a great way to cut down on trips to the grocery store. And you can also pre-order your holiday full tenderloins and prime rib roast right now because they sell out fast. And every order in November includes a free bottle of the award-winning Fox Brothers Smokehouse Eatery and Barbecue Sauce, a gift box or a gift certificate, a great holiday idea for the meat lovers in your life. So just go to SholzyFamilyBeef.com. That is Sholzy, S-C-H-O-L-Z-E, SholzyFamilyBeef.com. More of the Bill Michael Show is next. You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Going to hear from Matt LaFleur coming up here momentarily, talking about the health and wellness of his team. I want to remind you that our friends over there at Van Horn Automotive stopped out the other day. Uh, I was out there. I was getting an oil change. And um, I uh, went online to VanHornAuto.com. Go to VanHornAuto.com. Do what I did. And uh, any one of their dealerships throughout the state or over in Iowa. And I went there, and they had me on the list. Uh, And as a matter of fact, when I walked through the door, they're wiping down the door handles. They're wiping down the countertops and all that kind of stuff. And you go in, drop your name. You don't even have to get up and even get near the counter until you just sign the paperwork to leave. But uh, And then they wipe down the pens and all that kind of stuff, uh, doing everything through the CDC guidelines. Went in, got my oil, my oil changed. I think I was there maybe 20 minutes, maybe, and uh, got the oil changed in the new car and was back out the door. It, it, great experience. And so whether you're looking to sell a car or buy a new, or buy a used, or maybe you're just looking for service like I was. There's so many things you can do. They're family-born. They're employee-owned. Everybody there has skin in the game. They're trying to do everything they can to not only keep their customer base, but to grow it and to treat people good and right during these trying times. Great people out at Van Horn Automotive. Go to VanHornAuto.com. That's VanHornAuto.com. And do what I did. They're just, just tremendous, tremendous people. Uh, Matt LaFleur met with the media yesterday. Let's take a listen in. Ready to go? Hey, Coach. Yep. Matt Schneidman, go ahead. Matt, have you had any communication with the league that that has let you know the game could be in jeopardy for Thursday night, or or does that still depend on on a round of tests that you guys haven't gotten back yet? No, I mean, all indications that we have is that we are preparing to play on Thursday, and, you know, if they tell us otherwise, then we'll adjust. How difficult is it to prepare for a game under these circumstances with the virtual hand, handling everything virtually? And have y'all had any communication with other teams that have gone through this? Um, you know, I, I've got some friends on other staffs that have gone through this, but I haven't spent a lot of time. I mean, it's such a quick turnaround to get ready for a Thursday game. So, you know, it's just it, it, it's a situation that we're presented with and we're going to make the best of it. Uh, it's you know, it's not an excuse to 
to go out there and play bad or anything like that. It is what it is, man. And and you got to adapt and adjust. And that's just the circumstances that we're dealt with. It's unfortunate, but it is what it is. Rob Domofsky. Matt, how far along are you guys in trying to figure out how many close contacts, if any, there have been? I, I know that uh, Doug Collins and Flea and have been in contact with the with the league in regards to all that. And I know that they've been conducting their interviews and I've been so immersed in what we're trying to get done with, you know, game planning for the San Francisco 49ers. I'm just kind of waiting back to hear from those guys to see if anything changes. But as far as I know right now, we are, we are full speed ahead. Mark Daniels. So Matt, how are you made aware of this, you know, positive test and what were the immediate things that took place uh, to begin the contract contact tracing? Yeah. So I was, made aware really early this morning. It was like six o'clock, six 30, maybe. And, uh, you know, that, then they got to run the tests and see where we're at. And, you know, we've got a couple guys that we didn't allow back into the building that had to get the, the rapid test as well as, um, you know, their, their normal COVID test, but they did it through the drive through and, you know, we're just waiting to hear back on all that stuff. But, uh, you know, all indications are is, hey, listen, we'll have a plan for whatever whatever comes our way. And, you know, it, it doesn't change the expectation or the standards that that we have for ourselves. And we'll just adjust accordingly. Bill Huber. Did you prepare for this in advance? I mean, you coaches prepare for everything. Did you kind of have a plan in place? Yeah, I think you have a general idea, but in terms of until you have to implement it, you know, things things change from there as well. And I know, you know, we've got a lot of people around here that have done done their homework and research and making sure that we're set up to to proceed and, and move forward the best that we can. And that's a credit to to the people in this building. I know Goody was all over it. Doug Collins, again, Flea Angle. Um, it's just all those guys had a good handle on it and then, you know, can, can advise myself and, and we can formulate a plan together. And, and that's what we're doing. Ryan Wood. Matt, in terms of that plan, what, what does tomorrow look like? And is it basically going to be a, a virtual week throughout until you leave to San Francisco or what does that look like? No, I think, uh, you know, we're fortunate to have the meeting space around here. Uh, where we can space people out, uh, you know, where they're not at risk to be in contact with one another. I think we have to be mindful of, of uh, you know, just everything that we're doing in terms of making sure that we stay as safe as possible, each individual. But, um, you know, we'll be able to have most of our meetings. There, we might be a few short in, in certain meetings where we'll zoom some guys in, but for the most part, we're, we're, um, you know, just going business, not quite as usual, but, uh, as usual, as, as close as it can be. I'm Silverstein. Um, Matt, just a quick clarification. Were any players allowed in the facility today? Yeah. So we, we had players in, um, what we did was we only had, uh, we had uh, a flush, basically for them where they got a quick workout in just to help get rid of some of that soreness um, in their bodies. And, but we, we kept it at a minimum or at a maximum of 10 people per, per uh, group. And just to try to, you know, make sure that the locker room wasn't too congested and, and things of that nature. So I think our guys are, are being responsible, handling it the right way and, and taking it in stride. And, you know, nobody's, nobody's going to blink. Chris Roth. 
Hey, Matt, can you give us some idea of how you go about you have to the entire running back group is is shut down and then you, you have to come up with running backs. How, how do you go about formulating a plan for that possibility? Yeah, that's uh, you got to have a plan for everything. So, you know, it's something that we're we're constantly working through and trying to figure out how we can put our best guys out on the field and, and uh, go attack. Jim Azarski. It's along those lines, Matt. How how does this maybe affect um the the guys who may have been able to play Thursday, meaning like Christian or Allen or Aaron. I mean, does this throw any of that planning or thoughts into into a little bit of doubt just because you, maybe they can't work out or or whatever? Uh, it has no no uh, bearing on those guys. Mike Clemens. So Matt, can you confirm you have one positive case, AJ Dillon, and are you waiting a second test to make sure it wasn't a false positive? Yeah, I'm not going to confirm uh, anything up here. I just know you guys know what we're going through, and that's just the way it is. Jason Wilde. Hey, Matt. Um, one detail. Were you in the office at 6 when you got notified, or were you still at home? Um, and then if I'm reading the intensive protocol correctly, as long as you guys wear masks or the Oakley face shields, you can still practice. Well, yeah, that's how I understand it as well, Jason, and and that's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to have uh, we're going to come in tomorrow morning, have more our morning meetings, have a walkthrough uh, right before lunch, break for lunch, come back for more meetings, and have a second walkthrough. And that's going to be basically our our typical Wednesday Thursday installs, kind of uh, you know molded together as one in one day, and then we'll come back on on Wednesday, have a uh, meeting in the morning, and another install and that's going to be the emphasis on the red zone and uh, have another quick practice and, and then we'll be off to Santa Clara. Your running backs are going to be in close contact because they're, they're in a meeting room for however many hours. Is there a real fear that, you know, Jamal or Aaron and, and, and the whole crew could at least be put on the COVID list kind of like Dancer was last week. It was just for a few days and then he was clear. Yeah. I mean, that's, we're working through all that stuff right now. And so, uh, you know, the one thing about our meeting rooms and, and our guys have done a pretty good job of, of making sure that we are not within that six feet uh, radius of one another and that we're, you know, we're spaced out. So we'll see what the reports say when, when they all get done doing the, you know, all the research that the league has to do, but uh, we feel, we feel confident that we've handled everything as well as we could have. So there you go. That was Matt LaFleur yesterday and they're just trying to kind of move on and hopefully uh, they're not affected any further by the uh, by the COVID issue. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at New Mail Medical. And uh, I've been telling you for a while now that, look, I, I was feeling down and feeling kind of sluggish. And uh, then, obviously, when COVID hit, you start binge-watching TV and you're eating out of boredom. And before you know it, you pack up the pounds, you're in a funk. And you, enough is enough. You Get up. Do something. You know, move around a little bit. And whether you're dealing with a lack of energy and brain fog from low T or suffering from ED, or maybe you just want to lose weight, lose the poundage. Call my friends at New Mill Medical Center because they can help. It works. Locations in Milwaukee and in Green Bay. Give them a call, 414-455-4451. Again, for, one lo- for all the locations, it's one phone number, 414-455-4451. That's 414-455-4451. That's the New Mill Medical Center. And the proof's in a pudding. I mean, I, if you go in, you follow it, you do their thing, 
they're going to help you out in all those different areas. And there's many different things that they do as well, everything from vitamins and supplements and such to get you feeling good and healthy. 414-455-4451. That's the New Mail Medical Center. Stay tuned. Back to the question regarding the Packers and trades next on the Bill Michael Show. Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Uh, COVID has infiltrated another team. Uh, The Broncos president and CEO, Joe Ellis, has uh, said that he did not feel well on Sunday morning, so he removed himself from the team. And John Elway has now been tested positive. So both of those guys um, did not feel good. John immediately left the uh, UC Health Training uh, Center on Monday morning after experiencing minor symptoms that he quickly brought to the attention of the medical staff as well. So both guys doing well. Uh, they felt a little ill, and sure enough, they have COVID. At what point is, uh, you know, I guess I, I don't necessarily get it to the medical side of things, but it's like normally this is the beginning of our flu season, and I guess flu is virtually non-existent. It's all COVID all the time, I guess, but. Um, yeah, so it's it's running rampant. I guess if you have anything that's symptomatic of, of the flu, it's pretty much COVID at this point, I guess. I, I, I mean, I don't know, but it's just it's just interesting. Um, it's, it's a very weird world we live in right now, but unfortunately it's touching everybody. Uh, 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. So I want to go back to our question from earlier and I want to say that um, the the discussion and I have this over on the Facebook fan page and you can chime in over there and I highly recommend that you do uh, or you can hit us up on Twitter or you can call in but I had stated that uh, earlier today um, years ago I had talked to Ron Wolf the former Packers general manager and he said for in order to make a big trade or to make any deal at all this time of year uh, he said look you have to believe you're a couple of players away from winning a championship otherwise you just don't make that deal so you tell me are the packers a championship contender and should they make a deal or two 855-830-8648 855-830-8648 so do you think they're a contender so Drew says they're never going to be a true championship contender with Mark Murphy running the show. Well, Mark Murphy is is not really running the football side of things. Mark basically, he put people in place and has walked away. You haven't heard him. I mean, he's the president of the Packers. He has a fiscal responsibility to keep the team extremely viable, keep the team making money, and, and keep the team stable in Green Bay. I mean, that's what his job is. And I do not in any way, shape, or form fault him for that. Okay? But but he's not Jerry Jones. He's not making the decision. He's not – I mean, as far as I know, nobody would ever – I don't think anybody in the media at this point is going to point the finger and say Mark Murphy's pulling the strings. I think this is on Brian Gutekinds and Russ Ball – I'm sure they, you know, keep Mark Murphy apprised. 
But I'm sure those two guys, more so than Mark Murphy, are the ones that are saying this is what we can and can't do. Uh, Mike says the offense is one player away from being a championship-level offense. The defense needs more than one player to be a championship-level there. Um, Mike says, I hate to break it to everybody out there, but the defense is far more than one player away from being a championship-caliber defense. You don't need to be um, the defense-led via the Baltimore Ravens with Ray Lewis and Ed Reed and everybody from years gone by. You don't need that. You don't need to be the 85 Bears defense. You don't need to be that. What you need to be able to do is just simply support the offense or vice versa to win a championship. I mean, the defense of the the Kansas City Chiefs last year, that was not the overall number one defense in the league. They did a lot because they supported – Patrick Mahomes and company, they were able to get the ball back. They got stops, and they were able to get off the field decently on third down, but they weren't they weren't the number one defense. Um, they weren't the number one defense in the league. Uh, Jason on Twitter says, you nailed it. Murphy is in charge of keeping them viable, keeping them just good enough. Um, do you believe that? I mean, if philosophically speaking, you're looking at a team that just wants to – just keep us in the postseason, get us that get us that postseason money, and then that's it. You know, hey, look, what you don't understand is if you win a Super Bowl, the amount of money you make as a franchise the next season is ridiculous. For the next season or two is ridiculous. When the Packers won it back in 2010, 2011, the money they brought in that following season, you're seeing a lot of that invested now business-wise, and what's what's grown in Titletown District and such. I mean, that it's just the money you can put back into the franchise to keep the franchise viable for years off of a Super Bowl championship, okay? So to say that they don't want to win it, you know, because they just want to be, they want to be viable just to get to the postseason, no, you make so much more money. The deeper you go into the postseason and if you win a championship, you get so much more money. And I'm not talking about money from the league. I'm talking about money from marketing and merchandising and such for advertising. I mean, all of that comes into play. You know, so I would not say, look, you want to be in the postseason every year. Absolutely. But to say that you're just happy with just getting there? No. No. You would be – it's a bad business decision to say we don't want to be a championship team. Uh, this is from Anthony who writes, with Rodgers, we are always a championship contender. Just think if we would have gotten uh, Chase Claypool in the first round and a defense in the second round instead of no production out of the top end of the draft. I agree there. Uh, Greg says we're two players away, a wide receiver and a defensive lineman. Go get them. Justin says I think they could be if they had a true number two wide receiver and a solid linebacker. Uh, and Charles writes, whiffing in the last two drafts can't be made up with a trade or two. That won't happen. Gutekinds needs to stop trying to be cute in the draft. That's his biggest problem. So there you go. That's just some of the reaction. We're going to continue with this. 855-830-8648. The question is, do you feel the Packers are a player or two away? And do you feel the Packers need to make a deal? Because remember, again, you're sitting here with anybody you bring in. Uh, you got, you're got you going to use them almost right away. Jamal Williams, A.J. Dillon out 
for Thursday night's game because of the COVID issues. Aaron Jones has missed the last couple of games because of the calf injury. They're already down some weapons in the backfield. So that's going to be an interesting call. They still have this game coming up on Thursday night. A lot of things right now floating around in the wind. Don't forget, coming up tomorrow, uh, we're going to have uh, our uh, Bud Light huddle. Uh, the Bud Light Seltzer huddle tomorrow night. So it's going to be a good one. Six to eight tomorrow night. Make sure you tune in. We're going to talk a lot about this, a lot about the trade deadline, a lot about the upcoming game and where the Packers are right now in the National Football League. That's tomorrow night, six to eight, on many of these same stations in the radio.com app. We'll continue with this discussion. Should the Packers be making a trade? And are they a couple of players away philosophically? Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show is next. 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, a green and gold update brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veterans Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. Packers running back A.J. Dillon in quarantine after testing positive for the COVID-19 virus. Dillon was tested Sunday morning, then played in the Packers' loss to the Vikings. Matt LaFleur says he was informed around 6.30 yesterday morning that Dillon had tested positive. The Packers face the 49ers Thursday night, who have as many as 22 players on their injury report. Quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo out six weeks now with a high ankle sprain. That means Nick Mullins will likely get the start. Tight end George Kittle out until late December with a broken bone in his foot. Meanwhile, Matt LaFleur on getting his team ready on a short week. I think we have to be mindful of, you know, just everything that we're doing in terms of making sure that we stay as safe as possible, each individual. But, you know, we'll be able to have most of our meetings. We might be a few short in certain meetings where we'll Zoom some guys, but for the most part, we're, you know, just going business. Not quite as usual, but as close as it can be. That's Packers head coach Matt LaFleur in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. You don't get them girls loose. You don't get the world loose. You don't get money. It's the worldwide. But I do. I do. You don't get them girls loose. You don't get the world loose. You don't get money. But I do. Bill Michael Show, we continue. Brought to you by good friends over there at Epoxy Flooring Done Right. Get a hold of Sean and the whole gang over there, whether it's epoxy flooring, polyurea coatings, whatever it happens to be, check out Epoxy Flooring Done Right from uh, Green Bay to Racine, everywhere in between. Check out Epoxy Flooring Done Right. Um, got an interesting uh, email here. This one's from Mark. When, when you talk about whether or not the Packers need to make a move and where they need to make a move, but he said, look, the Packers only have 16 sacks on the season. When you talk about a team like the Pittsburgh Steelers who have 30 in T.J. Watt, it makes me sick every time I see T.J. Watt on the field that he could have been a Green Bay Packer. He says, but that's water under the bridge. This team right now, as he says, is, uh, is giving up a horrific amount of yards on the ground. We all know that. They need somebody up front. It is a bad defense. So are they a player or two away? They're a player or two away from being a good defense against the run. They're already a good defense against the pass, but they need to put more pressure on the quarterback. Uh, well, the Packers have given up 833 yards on the ground. They're giving up an average of yards per carry, though. Yards per carry they're giving up the 10th most in the league at 4.7 yards per carry. Now, there's a whole slew of teams tied for that. But they're they're 10th in the league when it comes to yards per carry, in the negative, not in the positive, by the way. 
and they have only created one fumble. You take a team like the Titans, they're very good at stripping the football. They've got over six of them so far this season. So, you know, they're, 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 their pass defense is solid. Their rush defense, we all know. So do you feel – and by the way, when it comes to um, interceptions, uh, the Green Bay Packers, uh, a team that only has two, the only other team defensively is worse than them is the Texans. They only have two. Two interceptions on the season. You take a team like the Colts and the Buccaneers, they have 11. 11 apiece. Steelers with 10. Steelers top-rated defense. Titans and Chiefs at 9. Same with the Patriots, the Seahawks. Uh, barring the Patriots, all the teams that are really in the top spot for their divisions and vying for the postseason are sitting up there high when it comes to the turnover ratio. I mean, hell, even Washington has eight. The Packers, two. Two on the season. So if you can get more pressure on a quarterback, and in addition to that, if you can then slow down the run, your pass, your pass defense is still solid when you talk about completion percentage and such. But it's just the fact that Teams just say, you know, we don't need to pass. We can abandon that because we're going to be able to run the ball on you anyway. But if you believe there are a couple of players away, well, maybe you get a linebacker instead. Or maybe you get yourself, much like uh, Jason Lockenford was talking about earlier, you get a guy like Watt up front, and if you decide to cut him loose at the end of the season, it doesn't cost you anything. Uh, this is our buddy Steven Richfield that says, after listening to Jason Lock and Foran putting all my chips in the middle of the table, he mentioned that Tampa Bay is probably the most balanced team in the NFC offensively, defensively, and special teams. With the Packers having an explosive offense, averaging 23 points per game, which could be higher, good special teams with Mason Crosby and J.K. Scott, but they're lacking in the defense. In my humble opinion, adding a talent like Quinn and Williams makes a ton of sense, upgrading the defense, get younger, and get a salary cap-friendly contract. If he costs you a second-round pick, damn it, pull the trigger. That's our buddy Steve in Richfield. There you go. 855-830-8648. When we come back, I'm going to talk with uh, Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. We'll talk about the COVID issues. We'll talk about the Packers, the trade deadline, all that kind of stuff. Get his thoughts on all of that. That is coming up. It's next on The Bill Michael Show. Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.